0: Wesley? Wesley? Man, where is he?
1: Hey, TJ. What are you doing?
0: Well, Jeremy, you know, this is usually the point where Wesley and I discuss what's on the program, and then he stops me from doing something really dumb. But I can't find him today. So let me ask you, do you think I need to... No. No, absolutely not. But you don't even know what I was going to say. Doesn't matter. Don't do it. Hello? Okay, I won't do it. Who was that? It was Wesley. He says I shouldn't do it either. Making connections. Affecting the culture. Just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. This week we get to continue our discussion. Last week we started it with Alex McFarland discussing his ten to ten ideas that divide Christians. And uh, you know, one of the things that we talked about, we spent almost an entire segment on, was how do we approach these ideas? How do we approach things that are divisive? How do we approach uh, you know things that are we know are going to cause contention? Uh, we know are going to cause frustration. Uh, how do we handle these things? You know, do we stick our head in the sand? Do we shy away from them? Or do we face them head on? And last. Week. Alex really helped us out with that. Uh, if you missed it, you can always go to engagemagazine.net and uh, and listen to that. But Alex is back in studio with us. So one thank you again for being hey, here, Alex. Thanks for having me. I love engagemagazine.net. Uh and if you uh it, again, if you missed last week, Alex is a man of many traits. Uh he is a speaker, uh host conference, a radio co-host of Exploring the Word on American Family Radio at 3 o'clock central, Monday through Friday. Uh, he is also a prolific writer and a, probably a dozen other titles that I just can't think of right off the top of my <laughs> head, Alex. So uh, he does a whole lot of stuff. But before we really get into the issues, you, there's something in the introduction of your book that I think is, is very, very worthy of discussing, and that is you ask a question, that has a presupposition behind it i want to discuss both your question is when is division necessary and and the presupposition behind that is that there are issues worth dividing over now we're talking for christians yeah so what you're saying here is that there are some things that are worth christians splitting fellowship or, or breaking fellowship among each other so first off let me ask you this how do we know when an issue is that big
2: well great question great question uh, scripture has got to be our measuring stick. And there there are some deal breakers. There are some you know hills that we would die on. Um, one, well, I'll give you three. Uh, who God is, the authority of Scripture, and Jesus the Savior.
0: Okay, uh, now I notice in there you don't have the color of the carpet or the hymn book or the style of worship or, or a bunch of length, other things. A length of worship. <laughs> or a length of worship, a bunch of other sure. things. Or of... does
2: the preacher wear a necktie and suit or does the preacher preach in Just jeans and a
0: T-shirt. Right. So you've got three (laughs) things that you were saying are always... um...
2: Yes. The nature of God, the authority of Scripture, and the salvation of Jesus. I mean, these are deal breakers. Let me give you a case in point. Um, There there are some churches in America that have a female senior pastor. Mm -hmm. Now, traditionally, the church... Many times, not always, but the churches that have a female senior pastor generally lean kind of liberal yeah. because the Bible and church history is pretty clear about the senior pastor of a local church being a man. Mm-hmm. However, I've done two different citywide events in in cities uh, where one of the churches that helped organize a citywide crusade had uh, a church with a female pastor, and they were as conservative as us except, you know, uh, I, I generally believe that the pastor should be a man. But here's the reason. We work together because, look, if we agree on salvation, then we give some space to how you do church. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Now, salvation, the big, fat, 85-cent word is soteriology. Soterios is the Greek word to save. Ecclesiology, the ekklesia, the call-out assembly, is how we do church. If we agree on soteriology— I'll cut you a break on ecclesiology.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, so while a female pastor or male pastor, that's one issue that people have divided over. But if we agree on God, the Bible, Jesus, and morality, then we need to link arms. My point in sharing that one example is this. In, in a world of militant secularism and the rise of atheism, in a world with the explosive growth of Islam and now the fight for sharia law a country within a country and in a in a culture where the the gay transgender agendas have fought hard not only to abolish belief in morality but even religious freedom rights i think we christians when we agree on what um, cs lewis would call core christianity we've got to work together mm-hmm. we now there's some traditional churches that you need to love and link arms with the churches that are more contemporary, mm-hmm. if you agree on the theological essentials. Right. God, the Trinity, Scripture, Jesus, salvation.
0: So, in other words, there's a lot more that we can agree on than, we than what we can disagree
2: Exactly. On. I'm going to throw out two words here, convictions versus preference. Mm-hmm. Convictions... Are those biblical realities that we would take a bullet for? Mm-hmm. Christ shed His blood on the cross to save us. He rose from the grave. He's coming again. There's no savior but the Lord Jesus Christ. Those are hills we lay down our life for these. Mm-hmm. But then there's preferences, mm-hmm. um, style of worship, mm-hmm. uh, color of carpet.
1: Mm-hmm. How many elders you got? How many you don't got? Do you have elders, <laughs> deacons, or a, whoa, whoa. or a
2: plurality? You know. <laughs> yeah. And um, l- let me say this. Um, There are Christians that are high church formal. There are Christians that are contemporary, not so formal. There's how you view the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know, there's churches that are much more Pentecostal slash charismatic. There are churches that are what are called cessationalist and not so charismatic. Look, if D.L. Moody said it best in the 19th century, any friend of Jesus is a friend of mine.
1: Hmm.
0: I think it was Tim Challies who said... uh, that, or I can't remember he was he may have been quoting someone, but he said that denominations are great. They're wonderful because they form little fences where we can you know we gather with people that we do agree with. We we, we fellowship, we worship. However, those fences need to be really really short and reached across to shake your neighbor's hand Amen. very very often. Yeah, hey, I, I love that illustration. Well
2: said. Yeah, you know I'm very blessed. Um, <laughs> I give God the glory here. But I've been in more than 1700 churches to preach Mm. all 50 states it's exciting i tell people i've preached in churches where they sleep in the pews i've preached in churches where they jump over the pews (laughs) Uh, i've come to love and i I get invited to uh charismatic non-charismatic baptist presbyterian united methodist calvinist non-calvinist you name it because there's this core of christianity that we must champion and defend and um I'll say it this way: the body needs to fall in love with the body. Mm-hmm. Some listening to this program may go to uh, a Southern Baptist church. Some some of you might be living in Manhattan in New York City, where you worship in somebody's apartment. Yeah. You know, but look, if you're a Jesus person, hey, we're family.
1: Yeah. You're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening this afternoon. If you missed the first segment, you can go to EngageMagazine.net. There, there's a tab called Podcast, and you can click there to catch the previous episodes and the ones before. We've got Alex McFarlane in studio. He's been in studio with us several times before. He's a writer for Engage Magazine as well as helps us with our podcast. He's written a great book, which I've read called Ten Issues That Divide Christians. We are walking through each issue and we're hoping to get through two more here in the next Uh, four or five minutes and uh, the next topic that we're going to talk about is homosexuality Mm. and a lot of the times uh, when that's said in a culture that when you're not in a Christian atmosphere everybody kind of gasps their breaths and they're wanting to know before you say anything why are you so judgmental (laughs) yeah and and so uh, the question that I have for you today Alex and you help us in the book walk through it real quick tell us where they can get the book too
2: Oh, thanks very much. Well, you know, I didn't mention it in a previous show, but I'll I'll mention my own website, alexmcfarlane.com. We have um, all of my books that we uh, offer on alexmcfarlane.com. We ship within 24 hours of receiving the request. So you can go there. You can go to afastore.net. You can go to any Christian bookstore. You know, there's um, I don't have to tell you the online retailers. But if you Google my name, you'll find a lot of products that God's allowed me to write. And uh, I just appreciate, because, you know, here's the deal. Um, I I believe that part of the, the revival we need and the real cultural transformation that we need will come as Christians get educa- educated. John Wesley, mm-hmm. a quote attributed to, to Wesley is that those who read, lead. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Those who read, lead. So we, we've tried to create good products like the 10 issues that divide Christians to equip and empower and really give confidence to the church.
1: Well, you've done a great job with your uh, content. If you want to, if you want to check out his books, you can stop by AFA and come to my office because i got a lot <laughs> on my shelf. Well, God bless. But you. talking about homosexuality, and we just talked about a little bit about dividing over issues. When is it necessary, and in what circumstance do you divide over homosexuality? Well,
2: uh I think clearly when you see as some denominations have done the the ordination of of gay clergy mm-hmm. and the um it's it's one thing to tolerate and and to say look, hey, um we we're, we're uh you're welcome to come to our church and hear the gospel. Every church that preaches Jesus should be glad when any uh, sinners come looking for forgiveness and deliverance which is anyone
0: yeah exactly
2: <laughs> and and i want to be clear while um the, the word of god is clear that all homosexual sex is sin i mean the word of god is clear on that but also heterosexual promiscuity is sin mm-hmm. we want to
0: be clear well to me and it is the same thing i've had a pastor friend of mine who um he had a lesbian couple come into his church and he called me and said okay i want to make sure that i'm on solid ground here because i'm gonna make some people angry but i want to encourage them to keep coming and I, I don't want the, you know of course there's some people in the church it's they're very uncomfortable they say they shouldn't be here yada 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 and I said no you're absolutely right yeah. it would be the exact same as if you had a couple who are living a heterosexual couple who are living together and not married would you say you can't come back uh, now what mm-hmm. you may say is I can't allow you to teach yeah I can't allow you to lead because you are openly and, and uh, you're, you're refusing to repent. Mm-hmm. So you, when you're or open and unrepentant, right, you can't become a member Remember. if you're unrepentant. Um, and so that's a different issue. But we want you here. We want you in the pews. Of course. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Well, uh, Vance Havner, who was a pastor of years uh, past, and he was very influential in the life of Billy Graham, but Vance Havner said, the church is a hospital for sinners, not a museum for saints. Mm, so right. we would certainly want um, anyone to come under the sound of the gospel. So, and I, I've pastored two churches, but but let me say what the church must not do. And sadly, many pastors, denominations, and garden variety Christians have really thrown out the authority of Scripture by saying, "Well, if I love my neighbor, I will give a rubber stamp endorsement to whatever they do." <laughs> well, and here's the thing: yeah.
0: we we have to get to the point that where we can say that we can love without condoning sin exactly there's well, a difference there
1: you know and I really cover this into pretty good detail having it having some of these similar mm-hmm. experiences in my article friendships in the world or with the world on EngageMagazine.net. we discuss at some point at some point well first of all you engage in a relationship with a lost person in order for them to know Christ and to be reconciled with Christ otherwise you're it's not it's not the best approach. I mean, if you're just hanging out with now, if it if they're a safe person, obviously it's for fellowship
0: right well you know what and, and Wesley you bring up a really good point we will continue that thought in the next segment if you missed any of this or if you can't stick around and listen to the next segment you can always hear us at engagemagazine.net podcast we're in studio this week with Alex McFarland. he's going to come up next segment we're going to finish out the book 10 issues that divide Christians keep on listening it's going to be really good we've got three really
1: really important ideas that we're going to hit up on the next segment